Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. To the Shutdown Fullcast, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcasts. I, did I say podcasts? I did, because my eight-year-old distracted me. This is already off to a better start. <laughs> Hello there to you, too. Hello. That is the dulcet tones of uh, my co-host, Jason Kirk. Jason, how are we doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you, right before you delivered that boisterous, uh, a pleasant welcome, um, you uttered one of my favorite pre-show notes that we've ever had, which was, uh, Ryan, I will throw to you to explain whatever it is you're doing. Because he's keeping it a, a secret, Jason. That's why. Yeah, yeah I no, it's good. It's good. I liked it. Uh, for those who don't know, I am Spencer Hall. Uh, joining us, as always, are our permanent guest hosts and guests, Holly Anderson and ryan nanny uh ryan has an ambush 
for us to start the show before before we should ever even seek a track you are going to knock us off now, it and i appreciate this, that this is actually not that at all first of all one note i wish you had not acknowledged that your son had said anything so that all listeners could be like ghost child there's a ghost child in my car or house <laughs> or whoever i am second of all my announcement is this uh on the full on the most recent forecast after dark we were talking briefly about Wisconsin football and their offensive struggles. And I I told a lie. It was an inadvertent lie, but I said that Wisconsin had only run for 100, 112 yards on the ground this year. That's not true. Bitch. It's, it's not even close to true, as it turns out. Right now, as we record this, Wisconsin is 91st in the nation with 653 rushing yards. Still very bad. They are still behind uh, Miami of Ohio, Colorado, um, Clemson, which this year actually means something, USF, Kansas. Like, the struggle is real. But, um, you know, the full cast never tells a joke. But we mm -hmm. also never tell a lie. So I have decided that I'm going to be benching myself for uh, – a quarter of the full cast, and by, by that, because the full cast time is unknowable, I'm going to sit out for the next 15 minutes. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to just mute and uh, stay and listen to the three of you. So I am also punishing myself by listening to the full cast, a thing I swear I won't ever do. Well, that's harsh, but if this is how you feel you must atone, then you will be stuck uh, li for listening to the full cast for this a slice not, of eternity. This is you not actually, though, the most Wisconsin punishment. The most Wisconsin punishment would be for Barry Alvarez to take your place during this podcast in your spot. Can Call I talk him. about um, Ryan? Are you in, when are you when do you enter the penalty box? Um, let's say right now. Okay. Uh, can I talk about a viral tweet um, from just a uh, from two days ago? Um, mm -hmm. uh, the the account I don't know what this means. M O S S E L O O. Uh, it's captioned. I have a plan. Uh, it's a map of the southeastern United States and the Mediterranean Sea, and Italy and Florida have changed places. <laughs> Does anyone here who's able to speak have opinions on this? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because this feels like the about, kind of thing the shutdown fullcast would enjoy talking about. I never thought it, about what it would be like, I guess, if Florida had more smoking. Yeah. It's Florida, Florida with more there. smoking. Um, more expensive, right? Because that would be hand, the problem. The attractiveness quotient of Europe just plummeted. <laughs> Wait, is it okay? Is it Europe or? And I don't mind objectifying these men. Uh, is it Europe or? Or sorry, is it Italy or Spain that had that one precinct that was just like full of weirdly cops. photogenic cops? How did you was... know what I was talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was that was Spain. Spain. We're always Never thinking mind. about the hot Spanish hot cops. Yeah, um, yeah it looks like were... uh, Milan is Can basically we... in Georgia now. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. Okay, um, that's good. That means that, that means that Ferrari is technically a South Georgia company now. Also, Jacksonville is now basically in Croatia. Perfect. Actually, this is working out really well for Europe. I'm going to be honest. And, and honestly, both maps look like weird dicks. I do mm -hmm. feel like... I do feel like uh, the body of Mussolini would be quite at home in Georgia. But also... No, that's, that's really it. Sorry, I'm trying to turn the Nintendo on and 
I guess Ryan sat him. Ryan sat him out on uh, sat himself out on a day when I decided to return to form and play Switch the whole time during the show, and I can't get it to turn on, and I got distracted. I well, think this Rome anyway, is right where oh, Tampa would be. I remember be. what I was going to say, that's which is that oh, that's actually two things in common. I do think that in the future, when you if you like scrolled into the future, you would find on the wiki pages of both Jacksonville and Tampa reports of a great schism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also you have you're trading Bay Areas for Bay Areas. Tampa Bay is now traded in for Naples. Naples for Tampa. I will say the Naples to Tampa comparison, it's not one to one, but buddy, it ain't far off it. Okay? Like mobbed up cities mm. that are known for being grimy, mm. kind of poorly run. Mm. And uh like think about it, Diego Maradona is to Naples what Hulk Hogan is to Tampa Bay. There. See? It's one to one. Honestly, if this will import siesta culture into America to stay, I'm for it. Imagine bordering Switzerland, and then next thing you know, you're bordering Alabama. We're far from neutral. There are neutral about nothing. Mm. Mm. Only thing in neutral is that car out on blocks in my front yard. That is, I cannot imagine. By the way, the switcheroo for Florida that they would immediately be next to. (laughs) Immediately be next to. Let's see. Croatia, I think that's working better than we think. That's fine. right. That's a cultural that's fit. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's I actually. That's, that's. I think that's a little too potent a combination. I actually, when I was working with refugees, I had a Croatian client who uh, told me and goes, "It has been a long time since I've been to Jacksonville to see homies." Like straight up. <laughs> that is how quickly he acclimated to the United States. He had been here like six months, and he said, "Homies." And I was like, we're good. We're good, man. I also right love the elevation of like, you know, Switzerland and that part of France or whatever. You go straight from that to like splat, Florida. <laughs> Just <laughs> flat swamp slammed up against mountains. <laughs> We've taken how, like, how did Hannibal the- cross this on an elephant without getting stuck? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> He would have never gotten there. He'd have been like, oh, God, splat, it's so humid. Splat, splat. So muggy. Oh, God. You would also take, like, food-wise, food-wise, this is a massive L, right? Because they'll be like, ah, oh, the ancient cuisine of Florida. Fish sticks. Fish sticks <laughs> and roadside taffy. Also, ah. we've, we've just added more carbs to the southeastern United States. Ryan is Italian. This has to be really hard for him. Oh, weird. What a coincidence. On the other hand, I've just invented the pescatini. <laughs> I just realized that we also added, we basically added it's the redneck. It's just a martini with sardines dumped in it. <laughs> like mama made. Delicious. I also realized that we just took everybody who goes and like spends their spring break and or summer vacation on 30A driving down from franklin tennessee or from birmingham everybody's like i need to go down to 30a we just replaced that with like these portions are so small that waiter is so rude handsome but rude like we just ruined all their vacations they're like i want to go to amalfi and then they get to amalfi and they're like my truck doesn't fit on this road imagine the baby names that are come out of this <laughs> giordano I think the one piece of history that doesn't change is Attila trying to invade from the north and just dying because he just got sick. Just mm-hmm. went to Florida and got sick. 
Oh, he yeah. contracted that shit at a Stuckey's. I was gonna say he went to a, he went to Perkins and got a bad omelet. <laughs> oh, shouldn't have ordered the seafood omelet. Man, I was gonna say tactical error. Never invade Florida say. in omelet season. <laughs> I was thinking, imagine Italian Fuddruckers, but Italian Perkins is darker. That's like that's like Leonard Cohen saying you want it darker, darker. I know the one thing that Europeans won't complain about. They'll be like Italian Disney World. A new Italian Disney World is basically what we've added. We're going to make cuz they've got they you know they have like Parisian Disney. They have French Disney World. Now they get to replace it with an actual Florida Disney World uh, like within 3 hours of London. Perfect. Does the this English mean world? Epcot replaces Parody Italy with Parody Florida? Yes. Have we put Florida mm. Super Florida within Florida? Oh, that's wild. That means Europeans can go to, like, cartoon versions of their own nation. What that's would the awesome. Ride of, what would the ride of Florida be at the Epcot place? And the World Showcase. <laughs> the Epcot place. Listen to me. <laughs> Jet ski well, drag well, race. I'm dying. Jet, okay. <laughs> uh, it would be, let's see, a donked-up Miata with, like, a, a V8 engine <laughs> and neon. Okay, yeah, right. it would be bumper cars, but just that. Jet ski yeah. bumper cars. Jet ski bumper cars. Yeah, I think Europe comes out way ahead on a lot of things that they travel to Florida for anyway, right? I think Disney World, I think it's going to be a harder adjustment for poor Italy stuck to Georgia and Alabama on the south side. That's going to be rough. That's going to be ugly, especially when the SEC travel schedule just gets way more difficult because <laughs> Florida... <laughs> it's a super home advantage but then again florida doesn't really leave the state of florida anyway right they're going to start scheduling games against Bayern munich they're going to start scheduling games against like finnish clubs at, for their fcs competition just to cut down on travel so europe you're, you're you know you're soccer, losing fcs mm-hmm. <laughs> europe's losing the you know the ancient seat of a great empire um you're losing the coliseum a stadium that long ago, you know, intimidating environment, many great victories and so on and so forth. But like you're coming out, it, it's a wash because you're gaining Dote Campbell Stadium. Same fucking thing. <laughs> I just kind of want to see if there, I want to see if there's the effect of whether being America's drain pipe just makes you crazy no matter who you are. Like, do we get Italy man stories in five years once everybody starts moving down there? Right. I feel like everyone in Europe probably does Italy man. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Italy Man is like, like Italy seen, Man. They've seen Fitzcarraldo. Fitzcarraldo was basically the first Florida Man story. Italy yeah. Man somehow lost World War II on both sides. Yeah, <laughs> Italy Man caught spending 2.3 million lira or euros in government funding on vampire porno movie. And no one has a problem with it. They're like, he's a making art. That's he's the fine. prime minister. Third episode this has come up on. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that Spencer, actually is speaking one of... of porn, you had some exciting news over the weekend. <laughs> nope. No, we're not. Go- we're really not going to do that. Nope. All right. Hmm. Nope. Just let not everybody wonder. And what? The what about it for charity? So much worse. We'd... Maybe for charity later. I do have. I think we, as a podcast, had a breakthrough moment. We are, as far as I know. The only sports podcast that has been played out loud at Everest Base Camp. Oh, because, that's true. Shout out to Terrence. Yeah, Terrence Lau. Uh, I mean, long it's time. true that we were played. I don't know if we were the only one, but <laughs> I'm pretty I'm gonna, sure. Sorry, uh, yeah, the Daily. Long, 
long time long time listener Terrence Lau. We became the first sports podcast played at Everest Base Camp because he traveled there all the way from uh, the east coast of China through Shigatsa and into Tibet to get all the way up there and play what you're hearing now, our dulcet tones. So it's a big moment for the podcast. We're basically a space program. Imagine being, you know, the, the, the first monk up there, right? And ascending to the ultimate, the ultimate tranquility and, and so on and so forth. And then and just, just knowing within like a thousand years or whatever. This will all be defiled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but what a beautiful thing! Somebody, somebody will bring their idiot speaker they carry around in their pocket everywhere, the tracking device, and four strangers will bellow out of it about a sport I do not understand or comprehend, or need to comprehend, or a sport of no value whatsoever. It's absolutely beautiful, man. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> We're happy to be here. Thanks for having us, Mount Everest. <laughs> I think supplemental what? oxygen would be helpful in this podcast. If Disagree. Only for <laughs> hey, Spencer, will you come in here and turn the switch on? I don't want to get up. Um, I can do that around 530. That's no, totally fine. Yeah. I don't want to sit here and like, listen to you guys for 28 minutes. I want to play Nintendo. Relatable. I, Ryan is just Holly, here's what you do. So stuck. Mm-hmm. You just get a fact wrong about Wisconsin, and then you can go sit in the penalty box as well. That was, I think that was unnecessary. That that apology was like secretly catty by Ryan because it's one of those, <laughs> hey, we got more rushing yards than that. And it's like 30 more rushing yards. It's one of those stats that only makes things sound worse, right? Like, yeah, I didn't fall. I didn't drop my phone into the toilet and fall into it like nine times. It was only six. That's how many times I did it. They are, uh, in yards per game, they are 65th. Perfectly average. <laughs> that's, that's almost le- that's like so underwhelming a correction, right? It'd be like, no, actually, we're twenty third in the nation. No, yards, we're, per, yards per carry number eighty eight. We're eighty eight. I had another. I had another stat that I just cannot share enough, which is the number. Hang of on, you know who's number one in rushing yards per carry? Who? Florida. What? Yeah, yeah. Remember everything. Everything went well for Florida against Kentucky, except the whole part where you don't make mistakes. That's... You know who is uh, number fifth from last would be LSU. Ooh. God. They're so confusing. They are so confusing to me right now because they really should have gone in and just kicked the absolute crap out of Auburn, and then um, then Bo Nix happened. Then all that happened. Yeah, At home. right. Yeah, <laughs> but Bo Nix is good at football, as as Georgia will soon discover to their great displeasure. <laughs> Georgia five yards a game. Georgia allowing no points. Georgia about to allow two hundred and eighty three yards, four TDs, and maybe a pick to Bo Nix. Because here's what if happens: either Georgia gives up no points all year, or they give up a what the fuck game to Bo Nix. Come on, you know it's true. <laughs> This is all Bo Nix is designed to do, by the way, is burn down restaurants for you for the insurance money. That's all he is, right? Like, what can he do? Yeah, he'll set some stuff on fire for you if that's what you need done. That's it. He's there to, that's all, he's not there to actually win anything for Auburn. He's just there to ruin other things, which makes him maybe the most Auburn player of all time. Speaking of really good quarterbacks, uh, you know which team is number one in FBS in passer rating? Hmm. It would be Pat Narduzzi's Pitt Panthers. <laughs> That's because Kenny Pickett is a god. 
It's because Kenny Pickett is your Heisman favorite, folks. Yeah, I take back what I said about Tennessee and Pitt being on parallel tracks. It's a good loss for Tennessee. Yeah, that's a good point. Thank you, Pitt. I mean, Pitt's like number 10 in all of FPI's like playoff projection shit. Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> the Pitt Panthers. <laughs> Kenny Pickett has 19 TDs and one interception <laughs> on the season. He's the best football player in the world. Get out of this man's fucking way. <laughs> Kenny Pickett is here to rip and kill at will. That's amazing. I love that Pat Narduzzi has to be made sick by this, right? We had him praying to the ghost of Buddy Ryan uh, on the live show, right, in his closet. He has to be, like, just doubling down on that this week. Because Kenny Pickett is redefining the, <laughs> redefining the word excellence, but please note if they actually if we had expanded the playoff this year, that is exactly what we deserve as a sport. Like, okay, Big Ten, we'll just have like a we'll have like a sixteen team playoff. So who's finally getting in? Pitt, 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 come on in. Oh shit! <laughs> Close the playoff. <laughs> Forest plenty. Forest plenty. Forest now. No, that's more than enough. <laughs> Pitt, I would laugh if Pitt we gets the playoff back. spot. Like if a one or two loss Pitt team gets the spot over Cincy for some reason, using <laughs> arcane math we cannot understand. They're like, yeah, we just, you know, had to have those college football Steelers in there. Uh, my suspension is up. Oh. Oh. A uh, couple things. One, you've completely ignored that you just moved the Vatican. To floor to where Florida previously. No, was. I didn't. I made a great no, no, no. joke. No, 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 no. Also, no, but no, that's a didn't. that's a history that's a history joke. That's not the mo- What I'm saying is now you've moved like the center for Catholic pilgrimage to just below Georgia. No, not to now. Tampa. Ten minutes ago. That doesn't mean that you sit there and store up grievances for 15 minutes. You have to join the play in progress. That's the whole. That's the whole point of listening to a podcast is sitting You're down. You're not supposed to be and listening to a grievances. podcast. You're supposed to be thinking about what you did oh, every time. That's a good point. How can you be groveling and atoning if you're sitting? If you're the if you're coming up with jokes, will pod. <laughs> second of all, second. Oh, of all, here he goes again. You've, you've moved a shitload of guns to Europe, so that's going to be very. <laughs> oh, that's not new. That's oh, a normal. Oh, Italy oh, has guns. They're still going to lose. Wow, you've moved a shitload of guns to Europe for the first time ever. Whenever third, Italy has guns, they just lose. And third, the first hurricane season. Italy in Florida goes through, man, we have just wiped out a shit ton of art and architecture. They are not ready for that shit in the slightest. There is a reason why there is nothing of extreme historic or artistic value that we store in Florida. Wait, it's because we got back. NFTs. But, but now, now we're just going to ha- see like the David with his little penis washing up onto the shore of <laughs> shores of Louisiana. <laughs> this all those paintings that have been like melted by humidity yes and <laughs> yes <laughs> see i back. think my I controller's have... not spencer come back my controller's not picking up this we'll is that apple is melting yep what if we did this though because you said move italy yeah you didn't say move the vatican or in right you That's didn't say move literally the, the first thing that i said but it's, what you, it's I, technically it's the you could leave it right there Okay, so but if so, you you're just move, now saying the Vatican no, is surrounded by the Floridians because you said you didn't realize you moved the Vatican when I made a specific fucking reference to the very thing. I think no, either we, either the Vatican is in Florida, in Europe, Florida, 
or it is now part of the southeastern United States. Wait, Either even, way, Holly did reference it. We no, even already did. have a city state. <coughs> we even already have a city state that we can swap out on mass for it because Disney is its own government. The Vatican is now oh, in that celebration. Rules. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> That's so the perfect. Vatican right. is now in celebration, Florida. <laughs> Thomas Kincaid would fit in right in. There have been just as many unsolved murders. Go off. Are we? Are we? Are the Florida Keys and Sicily and Sardinia staying or going? I think it's um, funnier if they stay. According to the map, it looks like they stay because Italy is like, it looks like it's basically kicking Cuba. Yes. Um, And the map maker said they had to get rid of Milan. Right. That's just gone. Yeah. Key Key West would would thrive. Key West would be the same. (laughs) Hey, man. Ain't shit changed. Water's a little different. Yeah. (laughs) That's all. Yeah. I'm also liking this because it's like, oh, you know where you have to go to get the best tomatoes in the world? Central Florida. <laughs> Central Florida. It's no weirder than people saying you get them from Jersey. That's fair. You ever had that Florida wine? The Florida. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrifying, a, what a terrifying a, uh, phrase. It's made in a hot tub. <laughs> I also like it because now we've taken like a, a rail network and plugged it into the United States where it's like, ah, oh, these trains, they, and then they get to Georgia and it's immediately no, like, no, this shit doesn't no, work at all. There's yeah. actually no station. The track just ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's just, yeah. Yep. They, we, they just keep running off into the dirt and we it put just, them back on and point them just, south. And then it's just no, got and a then pile of Italian like, trains in Valdosta. Hey, hey, hey honey, you want to come visit the train wreck museum? <laughs> <laughs> train Mountain. Look at that. Let's oh, listen, go hike Train is- Mountain. This is where we get. This is where you get Italian you get train wreck. Tetanus on a scouting trip to the train museum. Italian train wreck lawyers of Valdosta, mm-hmm. the new barons, mm-hmm. the new barons of the economy. I can yeah. see the billboards. God, I bet now. Italy even makes lockjaw sexy. We've also, so the Daytona 500 now happens in Europe. Yeah, right next to Croatia. That's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I'm we, still driving. Is, I'm still honestly, driving from Bama is, to go there. This is the least harmful shit we could have exported to the rest of the world. Uh, yeah. I think considering the swap, it's a fair trade. It's a fair mm-hmm. exchange for everyone. Yeah, yeah. by the way, I mean, somebody... we still got Dega. It's a very, it's a very like NBA team swapping like seventh men kind of thing, where it's like ah, for contractual reasons, we're making this. It doesn't really make either of us better, but it's fine. <laughs> the trade machine said, "I don't know why either of you would want to do right. this, but okay, right." right. I want to say I I do think that like as part of the exchange we should allow at least one NASCAR machine to run in every F1 race right like last place again but you see how hard I fucked that car up <laughs> I put him into the wall that's two point three million dollars a gear bam gone just plowing through the through yeah all just the turns. Plow, no just, <laughs> just straight through you're like yeah he's he's like twenty miles per hour slower than everybody else but dang if he don't kick ass. We've also Every put, single time. We've also put three NFL teams in Europe, which is fun. Just playing each other. That's the plan anyway. Yeah. You know, that's the move. Have you seen, by the way, the teams that, that they're sending to Europe? Like, have you seen the games that they are sending? This season? No. Yeah. The London yeah. teams? There's, there's... <laughs> you got Falcons Jets on fucking 9.30 oh. a.m. in London. <laughs> I think this makes sense, though. Like, you Don't know they how- want to grow the sport? 
<laughs> no, you know how there are certain like exports a country has where it's like, oh, like all the best olive oil, Spain and Italy keep for themselves and they send like their B minus shit. That's what they send to the US or like the best chocolate that they make in such and such. They keep that. And then they send us like the stuff that they're less like. That's what we're doing. We're just sort of like, yes, technically is is football. Yeah. I if you can handle this, then maybe you deserve an NFL franchise, London. If if you don't like us at our Falcons Jets, you don't deserve us at our um, the Cardinals. The Cardinals are the best NFL team. You don't deserve our Cardinals. Um, can I can I can I read you a reader email that has something to do with our recent foray into international uh, greatness? Okay. Yes. Uh, this is from. Gabrielle. I was particularly intrigued by Holly's recounting the story of the crystal skull and the owner or the crystal skull, the owner of the Hard Rock Cafe hid in the Memphis Pyramid, which in a previous episode, yes, we talked about the crystal skull that was hidden at the very tip of the Memphis Pyramid, now home to the most fabulous Bass Pro Shops in the world. Uh, when Ryan mentioned that's why they have them in all of these important world locales, and someone said Memphis, and Holly asked which one, it further jogged my memory of even grander mystical connections involved in the Hard Rock Cafe map of truth. This is because up until 2011, there was a Hard Rock Cafe mere miles from the original Memphis, now on the outskirts of Cairo to the south, and the Pyramids of Giza on the outskirts of, uh, outskirts of Cairo to the west. This Hard Rock Cafe was on the banks of the River Nile and housed inside a luxury downtown hotel. After moving to Egypt post-graduation, I ate one of my first meals there, and it was most notable for its all-you-can-eat wing and all-you-can-drink beer nights. However, in late 2010, the Saudi prince who owned this branch of the Hard Rock had a revelation that he was facilitating sin, drove to his restaurant in the dead of the night, and smashed the restaurant's supply of liquor and beer on the rocks of the Nile. The restaurant soon closed after, and a few weeks after that, the January 25th revolution occurred. This is going somewhere. And We're it talking is, about urban um, again? It is amazing. Sorry, I'm back. It, we're in Egypt. In the oh. midst of revolution, yeah, things began getting a bit dicier, and I decided to take the U.S. government's offer in a, of an evac flight out of the city. Upon arriving at the airport, I learned that there would be no more flights that day, and I would have to spend the night in the terminal. Cozying up in a corner of the airport and playing cards with others, I looked across the terminal benches at a man sitting with mirrored sunglasses on. Next to him was a burnt orange duffel bag with the words Texas football arched over the number 34. This man was Ricky Williams. Sure. I, I will leave you with the simple fact. In the run-up to the Egyptian Revolution of 2011, a Saudi prince received a message from God involving the Hard Rock Cafe, and Ricky Williams was in town on a vision quest. Infer from this what you will. Bless you, Gabriel. I think Ricky Williams was there to defend the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> and unfortunately, came a, got a little, I don't know, got a little distracted. He's got he was there. No, maybe he, maybe he was there to get the crystal skull out of the hard rock that's what it was the mission was a success and it was in the orange texas longhorns duffel bag now the interesting thing about this is that we can verify this like we can verify that because we can ask ricky if he was in egypt in 2011 now ricky may not be the best witness to his own location but we can Hmm. try i'm intrigued i want to i want to ask him and be like hey dude were you in egypt in 2011 First of all, because I would just like to ask anyone that question, right? Like, hey, in 2011, were you in the 
Cairo airport <laughs> getting evac during the revolution. My and furthermore, story I, about the Cairo airport. That's, <laughs> and furthermore, I want to ask it of a Heisman winner. <laughs> that's, which Heisman winner was waiting in the airport in Cairo with a crystal skull in his Texas Longhorns duffel bag? That is the best piece of reader mail we have gotten in a long, long time. So well done, Gabriel. Well done. I don't really know how to pivot from from that to well, what a new experience that must be. The coming week, because <laughs> the coming week's gonna rule. By the way, like I think this is this Where's is like game day. Where is game okay, day? Okay, not oh, everything Jesus. about the coming week is gonna rule. <laughs> I thought you were doing that as a bit. Did you really not know? No, I have no idea where they're going. Oh. No, I was talking who's, to Ryan. Uh, who's? Who, no, I do know where they're going. I was trying to help you. We were talking about Ricky Williams. Game day is going to Red River. I'm, ah, I'm trying. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. No, if if I don't know, that's not help. <laughs> that's wow. <laughs> If I think the life right. preserver is a giant donut and I start to eat it instead of floating on it, Ryan, hey, Spencer, that is not your fault. There's a message from somebody here calling themselves the kettle. They said you're black. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's fine. Now, I, I, I will admit I did know where game day is going. But, Ryan, I thought you, when you said that, my first thought yeah. was they're going to Memphis. Awesome. <laughs> that would be good. I wish that were true. But no, they're they're going to Red River because it's 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 time for an important Texas Oklahoma game. I'm just glad that several years of not calling it the Red River Shootout has solved gun crime in this country. Well, it's especially good because ESPN will be like, "It's time for the Red River rivalry," and then we cut to Lee, Lee Corso on the game day set, Being like shoot out, pop, shoot out, shoot out, shoot out, shoot out, shoot out with guns. <laughs> pew 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 pew. <laughs> Says Lee Corso. Yeah, I just why why can't we keep the violent like I fine we don't want it to be gun related but why can't it be like Do the Red River knife fight? Mm. That's scarier. <laughs> That's the way red, scarier. The Red River throwing star bonanza. Don't want it to be gun related. I can take my gun into a preschool, but we can't say shootout on TV. Yeah, that's right. I think they should just go. It's it's referring to basketball. Shoot there. See. No, these are Sports. SEC schools. Mm. Oh, that I forgot. Right. I forgot we get we now get the Red River shootout, right? Like it's now. Oh an SEC God, thing. I forgot about that. Oh no, yeah. they definitely got to bring the gun metaphor back. The uh, like the Red River knife fight is so much more terrifying because a shootout maybe you'll miss. Not many people gonna miss with the knife. It's like the, every single. Well, no, the thing I, about knife fights is that somebody is going to get is that everybody gets hurt in a knife fight. The yeah. Red River vengeful ex-lover slipping a snake into your car. Yeah. The Red River kill you in your sleep fest. Yeah, that's it's Except terrifying. it's at 11 a.m. local. <laughs> Except <Good>. that's... <laughs> sure. I, I, I never understand. Like, how violent and angry would that game be if they had all day? Like, if they had all day <laughs> to just, gas they'd up. They'd just be that. tired. They're eating fried yeah, food all day. You'd be fair tired. You'd be fair, fair Big Tech would be farting the whole time. <laughs> He's already on fire, so this is very dangerous. I've made <laughs> bad choices. Welcome. They should burn him down every year. Every yeah. year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Burning Tex. Burning Tex. It should be, and they should have him smiling through the flames. That's the best part. Ah! 
Sponsored this sacrificial right sponsored by Dickies. I think no. they should I think they should alternate. I think like if Oklahoma wins, they burn Tex down. If Texas Ooh. wins, they like freeze him in like liquid nitrogen, push him over and watch him shatter. Oh, I like that. Or, more distur- again, Ryan, that's more disturbing. You keep coming up with the more disturbing option. Yeah, because I, I bring a lot of balance and calm to this show otherwise. That's <laughs> true. The attorney, the, our attorney on site. God. We're doing a lot of film review of ourselves today. And we're not looking great. <laughs> that's Hey, that's fine. That's fine. You get, this, is tell, this is Tell the Truth Tuesday. Tell the truth. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we got. We got to tell the truth about this team. That's all we got to do. It's going better than Jacksonville meetings are, so that's fine. <laughs> Man, we didn't know how on point that Crucible joke at the end of the live show was going to be, oh, did we? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They, um, according to just reports of the state of the locker room, they are doing more laughing than we are. Mike Silver. <laughs> Mike's long, long time NFL insider. Mike Silver um, had a thread about the Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville. And the quotes, quotes are pretty great. He has zero credibility in that stadium. He had very little to begin with. Yeah. That, uh, that I think is the, that last part I think is the key. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the key yep. to a lot of things that are, that are happening. Yeah. That and, that and this, he, he did not, um, he said this to a group of, of adults. He said, um, one, that they were put off by the fact that Meyer canceled Monday's meeting. Football guys, don't cancel the meeting. And he, he mm-hmm. dealt with the uproar. Accountability. He even, mm-hmm. he mm. even canceled the team meeting. He was too scared, a player said. Instead, Meyer only apologized to position groups individually. He portrayed the woman in the videos as a random person who was just there dancing. Suffice it to say, his audience was highly skeptical. Said one player, we looked at him like WTF. Right when he left, everyone started dying, and he I knew really it. I really hope they didn't let the door close all the way behind him before they. Oh, let they that did out. not. No, 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 no. That's all I want. That, those are big. Those are big dudes laughing. It went through the walls. He knows. Mm-hmm. God, that is so bad. And then, the, in conclusion, bottom line, said the player, "It's bad. I don't know how he's going to function." We've never known how he's going to function, so. Mm. No. It's, it's, no, it, for and there were periods where it wasn't clear that he was functioning. Mm. I, I just, really I, I, I worry this is a stain on AEW. Honestly, that's because <laughs> <laughs> the Jaguars, the Jaguars own AEW, and I'm like, I cannot support this during. The, I cannot support this company that pays this man. <laughs> so, but like, if they fire him, then he's going to come to college football, and then it's going to be like, ah, fuck, I can't get rid of this guy. I can't I, possibly I'm, get away I've, from this man. Nothing I've seen of, in any of this has disabused me from. Uh, has disabused me from believing that he'll have the Notre Dame job in 2022. I I, I like didn't think he was that, I didn't think he was going to take the USC job until all of this dysfunction happened, and I'm like, oh no, now he seems perfect for the job. No, that's that's one of the funniest twists of this is that now you have people saying, well, USC can't afford to make this high. like you have become too inappropriate at a bar <laughs> to work at USC. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. I I have a lot of thoughts on this that I'm probably just going to have to save for Channel 6 or something. Uh, 26snakes.com if you're mm-hmm. interested in subscribing to our newsletter. But I... 
do find it uh, funny haha and funny, uh, god, my face, that we chose this set of puritanical vibes to be like, no, 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 Urban, and, and all the other shit that we actually already knew about him is fine. Yeah, like it, the the Urban that you hired mm-hmm. was no worse than the her- Urban that you currently employ. Like, we uh, knew everything about this guy. He's done actual yeah. bad shit before. And this yeah. is like, yes, inappropriate. Yes, duh. And like yeah. uh, in, in internally uh, with his family, uh, surely very damaging and so on and so forth. And like obviously he's corroded his level of trust with the team. But like he's done actual worse shit before. And that was he's the person they knew since how they hired. He's done actual shit since he got hired. to Jacksonville. And yeah, I, mm, there I is... used to think a lot. I Man, I used to think a lot more of this ownership team just a very short time ago. There is one thing that I would, that I find a little confusing about all of this, and that it's the very popular sort of football view of this is like Urban Meyer is becoming a distraction, and that's not what you want on your football team. Mm-hmm. And my question is, a distraction from what? Are we derailing some amazing <laughs> Jaguars playoff run? Are we like breaking the machine that's like they're zero and four? They were the worst team in the league last year. They are already a deeply broken... Like, there is no... Dis- like, what are you talking about? This is this- actually maybe the part that annoys me even more. None of this would be a thing if they were winning. None of it. Yes, that that part is true as well. Absolutely none of it. Yes. Good or bad. Yeah. It would also be... it Like, if we had your standard plug-in NFL coach, and by that I mean some anodyne guy named Ted who was a lifelong assistant from like South Connecticut state three years at East Illinois and was suddenly the like defensive coordinator, of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Dan and Mullen, then you're coach. talking about Dan Mullen. Yeah, no, not even. Okay. Dan Mullen. <laughs> yeah. Just like if, if you'd just gotten one of these anodyne placeholders who serve as NFL coaches for 60 to 70% of the teams in the NFL, this wouldn't have mattered. You'd be like, ah, oh, he's a scumbag. That's this. Yo, look, that's that's just some trashy dude named Ted. Instead, you've got the guy who's like captain, captain one percent of the top one percent. The guy who, who who's again, written leadership books and taught leadership, taught classes, leadership classes at Ohio classes. State, and uh, yeah, has has spent about ten years um, wafting off the leadership fumes of God, Tim Tebow. <laughs> I would I would love like, to see that these, syllabus. Well, God, there there are so many layers to unpack here. Not the least of which. Uh, once the TiVo piece entering it, you will get to see the amazing snake up own asshole mechanism of Urban using the machinery he helped built uh, to rehabilitate him, him himself. And that's going to be gross. But uh, one of these days, somebody probably on this call is going to fuck around and write a book about everything we already knew about Urban Meyer before last week. It's mm. not going to be me. I'm very not it. I, I, I'm not doing the you're I'm, and I'm not doing the you're stupid to be surprised about this. If you're surprised about thing to be clear, I'm just like, if this is actually what does him in. Like we have somehow against all odds uh, come up with another indictment of what we value as as acceptable and unacceptable. But that's OK, because it's October and. Uh, it's the NFL. Get ready to buy some pink terry cloth wristbands that donate five percent of their proceeds to a uh, breast cancer junket. Yeah, I, I don't like the "why are you surprised" thing either. But when it comes to the NFL owner making the hiring, 
I think it's fair to hit that guy with why yes. are you surprised? Yes. Yeah. Did you do any amount of one minute of research? Did you I've, did did you Google? Did you get my Google? I no, he didn't. I hate to like I really hate to come back to this again and again and I mean I really viscerally hate coming back to this again and again because it sucks, but he wanted to hire Urban Meyer, so he hired Urban Meyer. It's not this this there's not anything more complicated to this. There never will be for he any might, of these people. He might have reached out to Urban Meyer as a reference. <laughs> I could see that being the case. Call up Steve Adazio. Jeremy Foley thinks this is a terrific where is Jeremy Foley? I just feel like I should know where he is at all times for my own safety. Crypt. Crypt, yeah. It's lurching around. Just lurching Wait, around. Did the he crypt. die? No, he's just hanging out in a crypt. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Crypto. Crypt. <laughs> That's why I calls it that. The like, O-Crypt. I've invented crypt currency. The O-Crypt, the Irish pub inside isn't, a pyramid. Isn't that just when you put like coins on people's eyes so they can get across the boat? That's the original crypt currency. Crypt, the original crypt currency. No, those are sticks bucks. Cheronium. <laughs> I, I, the, the, last, the last thing on this is that, that I know he's like, no one will learn anything. No one will learn anything, and we'll repeat the same mistakes. Um, and he will get the like. The USC only person cake. who's going to suffer out of any of this is the girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. We again make the important decision to punish the one person in this who she just has nothing to do with it. Nothing. Just yeah. And he'll get the USC gig in two years <laughs> or in a year. I, I like also, the I, I like that number two years because he's going to work at Fox for a year. No, you gotta I go back to broadcast. That when I said he's gonna have the USC gig by 2022, I've been or the uh, the Notre Dame gig in 2022. I said that originally in 2018. So that means Brian Kelly is getting the Jaguars job. Oh uh, no, Brian Kelly's getting the USC gig. Mama's oh. calling. Gonna go to and, LA. You know, he he looks his complexion does so well in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Be like I've retired due to redness. Just like impossibly mo- red. Like a mood ring you left in the freezer. Brian Kelly out this week with... Uh, this just says freckles. <laughs> Bellicosity. He's so, he's so robustly crimson. I did I did want to go ahead and look at the week. Because we have I think it's nothing else to talk about. Spencer, I think where's, it's, where's game day? Game day is going to be at the Red River shootout. I oh, do you know to, where... I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you know where SEC Nation's going to be? The real show? Oh, huh? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It should <laughs> be at Red River. It's going to be in Lexington. Bought and paid for. Spencer Bought Hall. Bought and paid for. SEC shill. SEC. SEC honk. Please. You know, shills, <laughs> shills, are a- shills are amateurs. I am a honk. Spencer's That's way more southeast. always has been, but, you know, Kentucky's the better game. I'm just sorry they have to be subjected to Tim Tebow. SEC Nation live in Lexington. That's what mm. I knew first. When you were like, "Where's game day?" I actually did think I was like, "Well, I don't know, but I know where SEC Nation's going. I know where Paul's going to be." Who's Who's Kentucky playing? LSU. LSU. <laughs> How are things going? For just uh, great. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad you asked. That LSU, on the verge of getting things together, did what all great teams do. Um, and that's lose to Auburn. <laughs> 
Auburn, again, Auburn is the enabler. Auburn's like, well, I've, you know what? I've been clean for like three weeks. I think things are going great. Guess who comes by your house with the 12-pack? Auburn! There they are. Hey! Just one. It won't kill you. Then all of a sudden, Bo Nix is running naked through your backyard with your keys. That's that's what happens when Auburn comes to town. So, yeah. LSU and just like full disaster mode after losing to Auburn for the first time since 1999 in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Well done. Absolutely beautiful. Kentucky will probably win. Probably something like against Florida, like 15 to um, 11. That feels about right for Kentucky. LSU, uh, starting with the Kentucky game, has to face five straight currently ranked opponents. Obviously, might not be ranked by the time they play them. Um, so yeah. <laughs> hey, it's going to be fun. But, but, one of, but one of those is Alabama. Surely they get them at home. They do not. Does it no! matter where they get Alabama? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, th- I think we're overrating. That's the one where it's, you, you, you don't want them at home because it's a waste of a home game. I think it's a shorter. It's a, it's a shorter jump to the ice bath. I the, think that's what you're, you're like. The home game, the home, the SEC home games left are Florida, Arkansas, and A and M. Well, they're beating A and M. Well, at least you get Florida. <laughs> I haven't had. Uh, I haven't had. Um, I heard that, Jason. I haven't had the pleasure of saying this, but I want you to just ask: Who's the worst team in the SEC West? Like the worst. Mississippi State? No, I don't think I don't. They have a whole. very nearly a ACC coastal situation except for Bama. I was gonna say they have an SEC East uh, crab bucket situation of old almost. Yeah, with more than three schools in the mix. Given that Mississippi State played LSU close and beat A and M, I have a hard time saying it's them. Oh, it's A and M. Never mind. That was. I think it is A and M. Yeah, I think it's A and M, and I don't think it's particularly close. I think by the I end just of the year, forgot about them for a second. I think by the end of the year, LSU may have a better case. They might, but worse. I want to. A better I, I case re- for 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 worse for oh, worseness. Okay. Yeah. According to the computers, it would be LSU. Okay. So feel, I want you. It feels right. The nadir is coming. The bottom is on the schedule, and it is arriving with frightening speed because. Who does AM play this coming weekend? Ah, that is correct. They are playing Alabama. <laughs> They're playing. It's at home. So, again, don't have to go far to the ice bath. But they are playing, and they are going to lose by. I remember at one, like, they did lose to Alabama 59 0 under Kevin Sumlin. Won't be that we, bad. We might be headed there. That it'll be that bad. You don't think it'll be 59? 59. What, what stops you from thinking it'll be 59-0? Last year, they scored 24. <laughs> <laughs> that was no, I mean, at a, at A&M, the entire goal is to cover against Bama every year. And uh, they do that about half the time. So I think odds are decent they'll only lose by, you know, half of 59. Jimbo smashing that extension right before all of this. Like, yeah, I know. My roof's about to cave in. Jimmy, get on the horn. (laughs) But here's here's the good thing. If LSU is going to take a nosedive, which just seems entirely on the table at least, it doesn't matter that Jimbo has that contract. The Jimbo to LSU rumors are going to spin up immediately. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Immediately. Then he's the $11 million man. 
Which that right? So like, does that mean either A and M is going to pay Jimbo more to keep him from taking that yes. job, or really that LSU is going to one up A and M somehow? Is, Wait, a- is just, LSU just different... going to invent a contract that's even more guaranteed than guaranteed? Yes, just somehow. Just a good question because yeah. I'm genuinely asking, and I haven't really paid attention to this stuff since Bobby Jindal slunk off into at whatever the he cri- crawled He's out also of. in the crypt. Yeah. When did LSU have money to burn again? Like I, when did I, when did LSU so, stop being insolvent as an institution? So on paper, I agree with what you're saying, but you're but you're no, also, I'm really I'm really asking when I, did no, that happen? I don't, I don't I don't I think you are correct that that is a limitation. But you're also asking me to believe that Louisianans with passion will accept their financial limitations. <laughs> will accept numbers. Right. Jimbo, will you Jimbo, will you take a what are those what are those cigarette coupon books they used to have? Like Camel like Camel Cash? Yeah, Camel Cash. <laughs> Maybe. I feel I like mean, Joe Camel even had the the right colors. Like are you telling me that you can't see an LSU boaster saying like I'm going to find a bank who will give me a 70 million dollar loan? You're absolutely right. Never mind. Reverse mortgage for Jimbo. Hashtag. Get it, get it going. Get it trending. I, I think they should give him a contract that is not only guaranteed in full, but paid in full directly up front. Just, Here you go, just Jimbo. Like, like $100 <laughs> million, dollars, boom. Now like, please like, coach for like 10 a pu- years. Like a publisher's clearinghouse check. Like a big-ass check. Give it to him. Hand it at midfield. You are paid for the next 10 years, no matter what you do. Actually, just like a stack of cash. However just, he wants it. However yeah. he would like it. Fuck. I mean, I Holly is right that there is no financial case to be made for this to actually happen. There was also no case to give him a buyoutless contract. And that never stopped anybody. You're absolutely no. right. So, yeehaw? In, uh, in more wholesome news. Oh, good. Wholesome. No, just news of mid- more holes. Midwestern, mm-hmm. uh, hearty. Number four, Penn State, is traveling to play number three, Iowa, in a game where the point total is 40. Uh-huh. And the under looks tempting. Um, uh-huh. the, the winner just is just like straight up has an inside track to the playoff. That's just a thing we have to admit that it's <laughs> Alabama, Georgia, Georgia, Alabama, and then the winner of this game. And like no one else is good. Just be. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Except so Michigan. It, so if Iowa wins this game, here's their remaining schedule. And I want you. To, I want you to each, if you can, identify a loss on it. Spencer walked away. That's why I said each. Mm. Could have applied to three. Now that I think about it, it's fine. Uh, home against Purdue at Wisconsin at Northwestern. Home against Minnesota. Home against Illinois at Nebraska. Um, according to uh, Massey, the hardest game remaining is Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Like. Not only should Iowa win every of those, all of those remaining games, setting up the possibility that they could, I don't know, face Penn State again in a rematch in the Big Ten Championship game. But, like, they should win most of those games comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, Iowa-Michigan Big Ten Championship. Yes. Where the point total is six. Penn State has... Penn State has like the opposite problem as it has the opposite schedule where if they get past Iowa, they also get to play Illinois, but then they have 
at Ohio State, at Maryland, which I think Maryland's goodness took a hit, but they're at least potentially feisty. Home against Michigan, home against Rutgers, at Michigan State. Like, that's that's a much, much harder. Yeah, uh, looking at the same metric, one, two, three, four of those games are coin flips or worse for yeah. Penn State right now. Yeah, yeah. So the most Big Ten thing would be for Penn State to win this game and then immediately drop two? Yeah, Michigan, that sounds about yeah. right. Michigan's making the Big Ten championship or they're going to lose to Iowa. Oh, my God. This is going to be so much fun. They get to see uh, bucolic Indianapolis at last. I don't Only think to the know Big that Ten's... they'll never taste it again. And Pitt's going to win the <laughs> ACC. Pitt's oh, without question. I don't think the Big Ten's done unwinding a potential ACC-type uh, scenario. I think that could get real ugly down the stretch. On, uh, on, what are... on both sides or, or just uh, in the East? Mostly in the East. Mostly okay. in the East. Because they tend, to, they tend to do a little round-robining anyway. And I think they could do that by lo- each losing two games this year. Like, it's entirely – like, if you look at those teams, you go, no, I can see a situation where any of those teams manage to lose two down the stretch <laughs> at all in countervailing fashion that cancel each other out and engage a series of tiebreakers so arcane that somehow Northwestern ends up being no, Ohio State. Champ. Tiebreakers favor Ohio State. Yes, no matter what. No matter what. Oh, always. Even, if, even if the tiebreakers favor Except for else, national. Favor I love it because like, within the Big Ten, all tiebreakers favor Ohio State and then it goes nationally and then it's a coin Fuck. flip as to it. Uh, I think Michigan State, I think Spencer has a point, Spen- uh, Michigan State becoming decent again. Oh, it's Definitely close. triggers that because you have four teams all capable of beating each other, right? Whereas in the mm-hmm. West, I'm not sure if you have that. <laughs> really not. <laughs> you have four teams all capable of losing to each other. That's really like every well in the, in the West. It's Iowa and then Wisconsin's <clears throat> kind of bad. Nebraska's dare I say it kind of good, but only kind of. How confident and do then, you feel about saying Iowa's good though? Like how, like like really? When you go, ooh boy, what's a bellwether of quality? Can I just hang it what, on? Are, Iowa? are you are you gonna are you are you hung up on them nearly losing to Steve Adazio's Colorado State, which lost to Vanderbilt? <laughs> I think good is not the right I think good and bad are not the right ways to think about Iowa. Like it's more about effective. Like think about I mean, built like think about like cinder blocks or something. Be like, is this a good cinder block? It's like it's not really yeah, cool, it's just, you know, just like does it does it can you it's build not things something on it? that it's not something that we can really that will really take a value judgment. Right. Right. It's the like ri- be, the, yeah. the rhino can only rhino. That's the only thing the rhino knows. Hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel, I don't feel confident it's making like, a football. It's like taste this onion. Is Iowa. this onion good? It's like it's really a part <laughs> it's, of something. It's, it's an, not. Mm, that's a good onion. <laughs> uh, so Iowa Georgia playoff game where the total is four. <laughs> I'm so mad at Kirby for fooling everybody, <laughs> thinking like, yeah. Totally moving forward. This is the next counter move to Alabama. No, this is your favorite high school team. This is what all coaches from Georgia do. They're like, yeah, you remember that kick-ass high school team from Wayne County? We're just going to do that again. Let's just rig it up. No, you know what? I I will accept that because, Jesus Christ, it's better than what else Kirby might have done. It's true. But, yeah, like the the 10-3 life. They're like, perfect game. 10 3. Then afterwards, we go get steak fingers down at Taylor's. That's what we're going to do. I think, I think, I think you are. Be- Ugh, I can't even believe I'm saying this. I think, no, no, you, over- go ahead. Over- Say it because you're wrong. You are, 
I think you're being overly critical of Georgia football. Wow. Wait, who's being critical? I think I think he is painting them with a oh, brush Spencer. that is okay. more like, accurate. I'm, no, yeah. I am yeah. complimenting them. This is the least I have this is the least exasperated I've been with Georgia football in a long time. I I much more so than in previous years. I think Georgia has a, an offensive identity that is flexible enough to adjust for some very challenging injury situations at quarterback and wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I think like Todd Munkin's actually doing a really good job. Yeah, guess what? Guess, guess what the operative fucking word is, there is? You went and got a Munkin. Yes. No, I, th- I think this is the offensive coordinator hire that Georgia needed for a while mm-hmm. and is paying off now because, like, yeah, Stetson, Be- Stetson Bennett is not an amazing quarterback, but they don't ask him to be. Mm-mm. They don't just put him in there and sort of say like, well, you know, this is what we'd ask JT to do. So you go do that. Like, I, I, I am having a hard time finding the usual outlet for my hate in Georgia qualities. Oh, Ryan, 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 I, Ryan. I could have Listen, COVID. I don't no, know. No, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm going to say, so I'm not going to say it. No, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, go ahead and, uh you know, suffer these pangs now mm-hmm. because won't that make it sweeter when they fuck this up? I'm <laughs> just waiting. I'm just waiting. Sure. Like I, I too sincerely am enjoying especially, Oh God, I'm, I'm re- not especially only I am really enjoying watching this defense play. Um, I, I can't remember if I said this in the car or on the show, so I will stay it here. It reminds me of the David Gibbs, Texas tech defensive experiment. Uh, a while back in which the defense plays like hungry, hungry hippos, ball, 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 ball. Uh, and I think that is a delightful way to, uh, to pass an afternoon. So we're waiting for Georgia to fuck this up or not, but we are also going to get to celebrate when they fuck this up. We have the best of both worlds right now. I think we can do that without. And oh, by the way, that won't be the defense's fault. I feel one hundred percent sure no. saying that. Oh no! Oh, absolutely. Because this Unless defense is Bo amazing. It. Unless it's yeah, Bo Bo, it, that's this is Bo Nix's entire mo. This is why he, ex- he exists for moments of certainty when we're like, surely this. no one will beat Georgia. Who would be mo- capable was, of that? He was molded for this. He was created well, for this. And and this is the thing. If if Holly is right and they do fuck this up. I'm this not right. Year, I'm just quoting history. I think this is the best equi- equipped equipped team, both in the team itself and in the circumstances surrounding the team, i.e. the uh, struggles to whatever degree, <laughs> to whatever degree they've been having that Alabama has been going through. I think Georgia is better situated than any Georgia team we've seen in a minute to not screw this up. Uh, and if they don't screw this up and we have to like, sit through sit with the notion of our georgia national championship countdown clock resetting itself to zero then we won't have had to watch stupid fucking wool-headed kirby offense uh for the weeks leading up to it this is fine yeah i recognize there's a stirring argument to argue that like this is fine but i'm saying what happens next is going to be deeply annoying in one way or the other and you know at least we get to uh, at least we get to watch something we don't absolutely loathe can also, that feels something... like the best we can ask for this year. I have something more uplifting. All right. 
Please. Please. Our beloved Yukon Huskies, who are, despite the valiant effort in front of us in Vanderbilt Stadium, nearly capturing an SEC victory, um, Yukon sits in their rightful home in the computer composite at 130 in the country. Uh, and they are facing this week number 129, UMass. Goodness. On the road. Onto the hostile confines in Amherst. Um, if UConn can secure the loss, uh, they will then face Yale. Having already lost to Holy Cross, they can lose to Yale. Um, then Mitsu at Clemson. We'll pull hard for our boys to uh, to defeat Clemson at UCF in Houston. Uh, w- one of the worst teams, one of the worst seasons in college football history is right in front of us. Um, and I'm just glad we got to witness a critical part of it when they nearly beat an SEC team. That's I, they improved. They improved two weeks in a row. That's yes. really the achievement here. They really if, did. If two respectable can, efforts in a row. If they yeah. can't beat UMass, I think they should just be allowed to be done. Like I think we should just say it's fine. <laughs> Let's go home. Yeah, I mean I, I, that's a non-rhetorical question. If they can't beat UMass, what do you say to them in that locker room? Yale's coming. Let's get up. We can <laughs> ma- maybe buddy, beat Yale, man, buddy. Yale's already taken out the entire U.S. economy on multiple occasions. I don't know if I'd count them out for this game. UConn is, will avenge us all. They killed the banking system. I think they can handle UConn. Multiple foreign governments, you know? Like if they you know who else is really bad for banks except for Randy Edsel's would be UConn. I was going to say acorns. <laughs> Folks, you know who else is bad for <laughs> banks because they're jealous of how good it is to invest yourself at home on your phone without needing to know where or what a bank is? That would be acorns.com slash fullcast. You could put on your phone and then go to UMass and buy gear of whichever team wins this game because someone has to. And when you do, that um, the rounded up nickels and dimes from your purchases will go into your Acorns account and then be funneled directly into the market that is being overseen by those Yale grads. That is one way to get one over on the Yale boys is to purchase stuff. UMass, that sends more money like into your a, a mass wealth. I don't yeah, want to say that. You, 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 <laughs> You Massachusetts on big golds of we bags of money. <laughs> Minute men, you'll save lots of minutes, men and women, in, investing with acorns because it, it saves time. <clears throat> you con, you can con your way to uh, early retirement thanks to acorns. dot com slash full cast. Seventy six, seventy six. By the way, in my in my children's early account. Uh, trying to get one over on the Yaleys here. Yeah. Giving them the privilege. Uh, Bobby Axelrod cr- went to Hofstra, kids. Never forget. That's right. Bobby. $76 is now the current lead that the younger has on the elder. <laughs> I feel like that shrunk a little bit. It did. It did come down a little bit. Markets so. are volatile, you know? Markets, like are vol- Markets are volatile. Also, maybe... Maybe the younger's just letting his money play a little bit. Maybe he put a little bit into the craps game. Sure. Right? Maybe he's been hitting the Getting tables. Aggressive. Maybe he knows Getting the aggressive. financial regulators are watching. Got to cool down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flying too I'm close gonna, to the sun. <laughs> I know. I'm going to get like a call from someone at the SEC, and they're going to be like, yo, listen, there's this crypto operation running out of your house. And I'll be this like, ah! dream to be investigated by both SECs at once. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sir, you're, you're money laundering Roblox somehow? Yeah. You're, how are you doing this with a Nintendo Switch, a banana, and a potato clock? Mm. Wait, what's a potato clock? 
you know, it's one of those <laughs> clocks that uses a potato as a battery. You can blow. Oh, seen one of those? Yeah. This sounds like something you would make up, but I suspect so, I sense. Oh that no, it's he's not. he's not making it up. Is this yeah. something you'd make, make up no, in sixth making... grade science class? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, feel I was picturing a plastic potato that had a clock face on it. It's I a was re- too. it's it's a real um hey, I'm going to my nephew's birthday and I don't know anything he likes kind of gift. A potato kit? Yeah. Yeah, it it very much is like perhaps a child will find this curious. Maybe not this child no. whom I have no knowledge of. <laughs> no. No How understanding long does of the potato clock run. Do you like potatoes? Do you like the concept of time? Sure, we all do. <laughs> I prefer potatoes of those two. Those are my <laughs> options. I mean, the good news is you still have the potato. You can't fry you time. Just, you folks. destroy space time. That's yeah, a promise. You cannot fry time. You know what else you can't fry? Home, home field apparel sweatshirt. <laughs> home field apparel. LSU can. would like a word. It's Oklahoma, yeah, Texas week. You can I don't fry know about anything. that year. Okay. <laughs> we might. Let me rephrase. You know what I think you shouldn't fry? Mm-hmm. Homefieldapparel.com sweatshirt. That's your opinion. Yeah, that I think, doesn't make a yeah. good roux. I think they are more comfortable worn on the body than consumed it. through the mouth. Correct. Uh, Big News Saturday is over, um, but it was a really good season. Florida, Georgia. That's it. Washington. Washington, Miami. Um, Not Michigan. USC most recently. West Virginia. Not Notre Dame. Bankrupted really. Holly. Um, yeah. So worth it. I mean, is it cold weather time? Are we back in soup season in Georgia? I see Jason is wearing his Tulane hoodie today. We're on we... like, we drove home from Vanderbilt in the teeth of what felt like the hurricane that chased us from the stadium. Yeah. And it's still here and it's three days later. There's floods all over the place. Okay. So yeah, it is, it is gnarly home field hoodie weather here. Especially Good. in the mornings and at night. It's hoodie season. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think Jason is taking the correct approach. He is willing hoodie season to happen by putting right. them on and declaring it hoodie season. Which yeah. I believe that's what you should do as well. I can also compliment if you are listening to this, the listeners and uh, full cast associated folks who came out to the UConn Vandy game, a resplendent oh, a selection. Bunch. Great bunch of people. Thanks for coming. Did we have Did we have any two people wearing even the same home field school? We had. A, uh, I saw we, two there was, a, there was another Yukon shirt, and okay. I was wearing a Yukon sweatshirt. Well, that that's okay. That I think is acceptable. Sure, but let's see. We had. Uh, we had a Cincinnati Bengals Joe Burrow. We had a Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals Joe Burrow. We had. Uh, it was lovely to see one of those. Uh, one of the ore diggers shirts mm-hmm. out in the out in the wild. Spencer wore his Florida hoodie and then watched Florida lose. I had my Stephen Godfrey hates my team shirt on so that I could represent the real home team mm-hmm. and was rewarded for my troubles with a gentleman who grabbed my arm as we were heading up the steps and said, I fucking hate Stephen Godfrey. And that's all he said to me. It was a, it was a beautiful exchange. An angel sent from the Lord. And we are friends with a message for humanity. Uh, I wonder he, if was he wearing kn- a shirtless Allen Iverson jersey and a backwards Dallas Cowboys baseball cap at the Vandy uh, UConn game? Mind your own business. I, I, I do wonder if that Iverson guy. Jersey. Yes, yeah. it's critical. I, I wonder yeah. if that guy knows like which Stephen Godfrey was being referred to. Oh, the there's first probably a higher chance than usual in Nashville in that a football stadium, certainly. But he could have just taken the message literally. Hates my team. 
Georgetown, fuck him. Don't make apologies. He knew which Stephen Godfrey he meant. I'm not making apologies. I the just think it's funnier if he saw a message and immediately reacted to oh, the whole, well, fuck right. you too. Right, the, sure. The first response I got when I tweeted out this encounter from the game was somebody suggesting that it had been Godfrey's dad who told me that. Uh, hmm. Which, <laughs> love Fair. you, buddy. He does love backwards cowboy hats, I bet. Uh, use offer code FULLCAST. Get 20% off your first purchase. Also... Little, we say this frequently on this show. Just go do your Christmas shopping now. You have you have friends who will like warm, comfortable sweatshirts, crewnecks, hoodies, t-shirts. Like, just take care of it now. You don't want to have to be scrambling. Weird. That's right. Shipping times get weird. Do yourself a favor. Don't make November miserable for yourself. I'm telling you now. Go get that SMU cocaine horse. The shirt. SMU cocaine horse. Or the literal horse. Homefield will sell oh, you a cocaine horse. I want a horse. cocaine horse. Any horse is a cocaine horse if you try. Also, this is just a cry for help. I know we have at least one listener who uh, works at Home Depot and is willing to be bribed. Uh, but if you work at Home Depot and are willing to be bribed and you know where I can get a giant skeleton, um, I, I'll pay good money for it. I don't want a normal skeleton. Don't tell me. I want the big one. The tw- it's the 12th. Holly order. Anderson. I, that's, can we put that on your tombstone one day? I don't want a normal skeleton. She oh, wow, said that is she was talking, she that is was talking about his work. Yeah. She was talking oh. about her obsession with the Home Depot. It's, it's, it's not the 12, an obsession. It's the 12-footer, correct? Yeah, it has to be the 12-foot skeleton, and it has to be the one with life eyes. That's the thing that I kept cracking up at was going, so the 12-foot skeleton, and without fail, Holly would go, with the life eyes. Yeah. Because it's got horrifying lifelike eyes inside the skull. Gleaming blue eyes. They're beautiful. Horrifying to some, beautiful to others, yes. Beautiful to me. So what I really want is four. I want four of these giant skeletons. I want, (laughs) uh, because I want to pose them thusly, I want two of them to be arrayed in my front yard at the left and right front corners of the yard, uh, facing the house with their arms upraised as though in greeting. And I want to position the third skeleton on the roof of the house, facing them with arms upraised and greeting like, Hey, skeleton. Basically I'm trying to recreate with 12 foot skeletons that Pokemon meme with all the little turtles. (laughs) Oh, the, all the squirrels going like the squirrel squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, but with skeletons, I'm Squel- realizing skeleton squad. I realize it's not the case because he already burned, and we saw that this wasn't true. But it would have been great if Big Tex had a Big Tex sized skeleton oh my inside gosh, of that him. That would have been amazing. Yes. Like that was a missed opportunity because then when he burned down, you would have seen giant flaming skeleton. Oh. What We're if just when you burn him on fire again? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what if you... This isn't a threat, you, but an opportunity. What if you just stuff him with fireworks every year? Just stuff him with fireworks and then burn it. It sounds like that was the problem the first time, no? What, what you are know you what? stuffing? Do you, you, you know say, he doesn't have, like, an elementary canal? Not yet. Show off. Okay. <laughs> Come on. How do you know all that? I need to do is, all I need to do Listen, is tell someone Listen, Big Tex has a sphincter. I'm sure of it. No, but I have to look up that word now. 
you trying to say Texas doesn't have the biggest sphincter in the world somewhere in the state? And they'd be like, hey, go to hell, buddy. We'll make the biggest sphincter. Of course they have the biggest sphincter. They got Waco. They got Ted Cruz. Why do you think Bucky's bathroom stopped all the way down the floor? That's right. That's you. That's 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 all we have to do with Texas. You see, be like, man, how much would you oh pay God. to be last in the SEC? How does one? <laughs> how even much measure, would you pay? What is the measurement of sphincter size? Radius. Is it yeah. radius? Is it mm. circumference? Is it yeah. like depth of sphincter? Span? Is it ductility? Sure. Square. Uh, is it is it area? Can we do area? I think mm. it's. Uh, your, I think. The, I think the key is to measure the blank space. Right is is it the sphi- is it is it the sphincter or the absence of sphincter that makes it large? Man, Can you that's measure a it one. volumetrically? <laughs> right, right. Speaking of Aggie football, hey, remember when I didn't talk for fifteen minutes? Don't you wish we could go <laughs> then, back to that? That's um, over. <laughs> that's over, y'all. I want to go ahead and state state st- fair. I'm big sphincter. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Sorry. such. You want um, to talk about Texas A&M, who's playing... We already talked about that game. Why are you no, we're, about we talked about that. I just want to talk about the the evening slate, which is by mm-hmm. far the weirdest evening slate of the year to this point, because it's a bunch of games that um, nobody really wants. There is... Can we talk about one more afternoon game real quick? Oh, I'm sure. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to Arkansas Ole Miss, because... <laughs> somebody's somebody's going to overstep trying to prove something real hard here. Oh, you think you think I'm a dumbass, huh? Well, watch me, watch me do this cool trick. <laughs> and somebody's gonna, I, like, and I understand there's a very good chance that Lane Kevin's like, you think I went for it on fourth down too much, huh? Watch me do it twice as much against Arkansas. I'm going for it on fifth down. That's right. I ref- I won't even give him the ball when it's turnover on downs. I'll take it away and run. Get your popcorn. Get my popcorn. Get everyone popcorn. I threw all the popcorn in the river. Can I say what? something weird? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be in defense of Lane Kiffin. Yes. Having actually now seen that video of that pregame exchange with the get your popcorn ready, I don't think he it, – it's Lane and it's mumble mouth, so it's hard to say. I don't think he was saying anything in that moment other than, like, get ready for a good game. And it was not a good game. Right. But – I don't think he was saying, like, get your popcorn ready, we're going to beat Alabama. I think he was saying, get your popcorn ready, like, it's showtime. Yes. Anyway, that's if all. It, I think if it had been any other coach, people would have said, oh, that was awkward. But if it's him, the mind immediately assumes he's he's uh, he's being some sort of brat. Yeah, I, I had not seen that video until, uh, until yesterday, I think, and I... I believe for once we may have been making too much out of it, which is, you know, unlike that, us. That doesn't sound like us. It's I um, mean it's still funny. It like Oh no, it's the the Bill Ga- Big Al's retort is absolutely still funny, but uh I don't think it's like I think we should take it as like haha that's funny and not like oh Lane talk shit get hit by an elephant wearing a giant tub of foam popcorn. Uh, Again, the, the funniest things you have to do to talk about this sport are to describe things exactly as they happen. In 2017, by the way, this was a game that was where Ole Miss had a 31-7 lead. Surely they would not. Bl- yeah, they they blew it, and Arkansas came back to win 38-37. It is. Um, it feels like it has been a while since we have played this game where both teams are like they both might be good. I mean, 
they, even when they're both not good, were always kind of around like, well, they're both sort of on par with each other, right? They're never too far off each other's bumper. Oh, yeah. When the, when they're both bad, they look at each other and they're like, this one should be easy. This At least this one's a win. <laughs> do you think they do that? Or do they cruise into this game like, well, shit, I don't know. Put the key in. See what happens when you turn it. <laughs> Maybe it blows up. Maybe this thing actually runs. Who knows, boys? <laughs> Just get her around the track and see what happens. I will say, um, Egg Bowl is in uh, is at Mississippi State this year, and I will laugh very hard if Mississippi State wins that game and the fans just pelt Lane Kiffin with popcorn all game. Or eggs. Or eggs. Thanksgiving popcorn. Yep. Seasonal popcorn. They're going to the do that. The some... thread. They're going to do that and somebody's going to get arrested over it. I mean, like, he done applied corn, corn-initiated buckshot technology to my forehead on the oh, way no, out. Are you, ki- are you kidding? Uh, like, giving somebody a vegetable without their consent is a state felony. Not just in Mississippi. This is in, like, 33 states. How much would I want to be at the cartoon ideal of the old Miss trial over this in my head, right? Sirrah! We, we challenge back, the Judge state's Catfish. definition. Yeah, Judge Catfish. We done, we done challenge the notion that corn is a vegetable. I don't actually speak like this, but you have to. It's part of Mississippi law. No, there's only like three people on the planet that speak like this, and they're all actually from Virginia. Yeah. Uh, what was the night game you wanted to talk about? Uh, I don't... It, just the night, the night slate just is so weird. The, the whole thing... It? They've all uh, been be- weird this season. This one has Michigan, big, this one has big unwatchable potential. Michigan, and I, I'm at, not saying that to try to jinx it into being good, but so we'll Michigan cast after dark early. Yeah, Michigan at Nebraska uh, sure. should be good because as Jason has famously stated, Nebraska good football team. Nebraska's pretty good. They just it, just make your peace with that. They're pretty good. Um, I mean. This has been a really weird season of of night slates. This is one of the best so far, like mm. such as it is. Uh, Notre Dame might lose again. Am I talking you into it now? Huh? Mm. Notre Dame at Virginia sure Tech are. might have that a Notre worked. Dame losing streak. Now we're feeling good. LSU, Kentucky, that'll be dumb as shit. That Utah, worked, USC, that looking, that'll yeah. be really stupid. This is great. Memphis at Tulsa, that'll be a disaster. UCLA, Arizona, <laughs> this is a good no, time. No. <laughs> you went too far. You, you dipped like into the when, Arizona, I and now you've I gone sneak, too far. Thought I could sneak one more in. Are no. you the little kid just throwing things in the cart at checkout? Right? You're like, no, dude, no. <laughs> I told we, you, no more we Arizona. Have, we Arizona, have Arizona. This isn't home. even food. We have Arizona at home. We already watch UConn, UMass. God, yeah. like, but yeah, I. It is such a weird slate. And yeah, you said you said Arizona, and Ryan justifiably said no. But I do want to say, this being the Pac-12, going to keep an eye on it. Gonna no, keep- I I get that. I get that <laughs> gonna, we have like going to keep one very gimlet eye on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but like, there is there is an entire possibility that this is the this is the Saturday where everybody's like, it's eleven o'clock. You can go to bed. It's fine. After you listen to you the full cast to after bed. dark. You right. must do the full cast after dark. You can listen to that in bed. I have seen people say they fell asleep listening to that, which what? God, okay, if you if this is you, tell us what your dreams were. Be specific. You have to 
you have to disclose this on medical forms going forward. <laughs> like, how many drinks do you have a week? Do you smoke? Have you ever listened to the full cast after dark while you fell yeah, asleep? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're now disqualified from becoming like a long haul trucker or you, a radio. You definitely can't be a pilot. technician. That's right. No, you might actually be stronger against radiation now. That's an excellent point. So, um, let I, me I, let me give you let me give you a stat by the way that I think explains why this slate is so weird to me because um, the bottom five teams in terms of turnover margin, bottom five, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 125, that's San Jose State, tied for 125th with Southern Miss. 127th, Florida State, right? Who now, they're, they're off the schneid. They, they have a win over Syracuse, right? 128 is Arizona, all right? Struggling-ass Arizona, right? Football is fun again in Arizona. Don't ever write that about a new coach because that's just that? a good uh, – That would be a Bruce Feldman piece about – Jed Fish at Arizona uh. saying that it was going to be fun. And that is the kind of thing that you have to say during preseason. And then inevitably you get the kind of season that they've had where they right. are 0 and 4. There are two teams who are worse in turnover margin. All right. And the 0 and 4 Wildcats have somebody beneath them, even lower on the rung. And that is number 129, the undefeated Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there at a negative nine five and oh <laughs> how only wisconsin is worse it's fine <laughs> and kentucky's undefeated kentucky's uber of like they're losing a billion dollars a week and, and they're undefeated and they're super successful super. and their labor is unpaid Hey. Money's, money's not real. I hope <laughs> I, I, I hope Kentucky players are well paid for the record. They deserve it. Hey, I got I got something to take us out of the show if you want. Oh oh please please God yeah. by Here any means necessary. Is it about Here that it zookeeper who's like married to a bird or whatever? No okay, no why no. Do people it's, keep it's, saying that's us. He's been he's been begging. On, he's probably because I'm the crane. Um, oh no! People said it was Ryan. <laughs> somebody's been begging for a line this entire episode and i'm willing to give them okay can you just can you just like yell as loud as you can the show is over yell it get the jelly bean out of your mouth and yell go the show is over who what's the show happening? is over adios oh. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs>